Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Uh, Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all and could be doing it for you right now. Digitex.ca. Brennan Ulrich with you and for Bob Stoffer. He's in Disneyland. Not too far away is uh, Mark Spector in uh, Vegas. We're going to bring him aboard here very shortly. Some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Three locations, downtown, south side, and the north side. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have Nazareth on August 10th. And you can text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride every Tuesday on Oilers Now. It's Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing in Northlands this Saturday. But since the playoffs and Mark's uh, out on the road, we bring you Spectre every Tuesday and Thursday. Marky Mark. And no, it's not Mark Wahlberg, although you probably feel like Mark Wahlberg in Vegas right now. It's uh, Mark Spectre. How are you doing? Oh, doing all right. Just sitting out here at the uh, brand new Summerlin training facility of the Vegas Knights. They're having a pretty much a full practice here. Not completely full, but most of the guys are out on the ice today. Yeah, I saw David Perron was out there. Uh, he missed. Uh, he's missed the last two games. So perhaps he gets back uh, for game four. You know, it's playoffs, so don't ask me about any injured players. Yeah. I don't have any intelligence for you when it comes to what's going on. All I know is that Gerard Gallant, after game two, said he's he's not a healthy scratch. He's ill, I believe, was the coach. And what does ill mean? You know, David Braun has a long history of concussions. Does he have a concussion? No one's telling us that. Is he injured? No one's telling us that. So, does he play? <laughs> Guess what, Brendan? No one's telling us that either. <laughs> well, uh, what's it like, I guess, overall in Vegas right now, Mark? I know you were out in Winnipeg and uh, Nashville covering that series. Now you were out in Winnipeg, and then you went to Vegas here for Game 3. We just had Louis on, who called the first two rounds uh, with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so I'm sure uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm sure there was a lot of partying going on uh, in Vegas last night after the win. What's uh, the overall mood and uh, the atmosphere like there right now in Vegas? Well, it's just 
you know, it's really amazing how this first-year team has permeated this town. And, and you know, we all had a lot of conjecture and question marks about this team before they came here. And now we know, you know, history tells us that the people who said, look, this is a major American city who just never had their own pro team, and they're dying for one. They're dying for something to rally around here. They're dying for something named Vegas. You know, they're tired of cheering for L.A. teams and cheering for for San Jose teams and, you know, San Francisco teams. They wanted their own thing here. And I'll tell you, you go around this town and you see the the support in the bars and restaurants. And I'm, I'm in a practice facility right now. I'm going to tell you, there's the seats are 90% full. There's probably, I don't know, 700 people here, you know, just to watch a practice. So this town was dying for something to call its own. And, of course, that something turned into the most successful expansion team in the history of professional sports. That's a whole secondary story. But I'll tell you what, man, it is working here and working well. Well, it seems like off the ice they're doing everything right. Uh, That intro last night was incredible uh, with uh, the night. And uh, I think the players are really embracing it too, uh, Mark. Uh, Did Jonathan Marchessault bring his Lamborghini to uh, practice today? Do you still have you, Mark? Yeah, I'm losing you a little bit. Come back to me on that last question. Well, I was just saying it seems like the players are really embracing uh, the whole Vegas uh, scene right now with uh, Marsh so uh, bringing his uh, Lamborghini to the game last night. I was asking if he brought it to practice today. Yeah, I haven't seen it at practice today. <laughs> but uh-huh. It's just one of the little things, right? Like in, in Edmonton, you know, you, a player makes a deal with a, with a you know, a, a Toyota dealership like Toyota on the trail and you get a beautiful truck and that's awesome. In Vegas, you get a Lamborghini <laughs> because it's Vegas, right? It's not the same deal. Uh, it's, you know, guys who, who came here, we all know the story. These are all castaways. They're all guys that were, didn't, weren't protected on expansion lists. And here they are. They they came here thinking, a lot of guys thinking, this is probably a very temporary stop in my career. And I'm certainly told now that there's a handful of guys that are that are very open to signing extensions here. There's a guys love living here. They love playing here. Uh, this is not a, a place that guys are hoping to leave very soon. I can tell you that. Well, yeah, and they have all this cap space too. So as good as they've been this season, they have all these draft picks and they have a lot of cap space. They could resign James Neal. What if John Carlson decided to go there too next season, Mark? Of course, he's uh, UFA and he has ties to George McPhee. So they have a lot of money and uh, they're doing it right so far. What did you make of the game, I guess, last night? Uh, It seemed like Shifley was going for the Jets, but Fleury was maybe a little bit better. Yeah, you know, it really was, to me, it was, you know, Vegas had the first half of the game and and Winnipeg had the second. I'm not going to tell you one team was vastly better than the other. And as so often happens, happens in hockey, sort of the team that made the big mistake loses, right? Uh, you know, uh, Shifley makes the giveaway early in the game, catches his defensive pair making a change. All of a sudden, Marcus has got a breakaway at the course. Uh, Kyle Connor makes a bad neutral zone giveaway. It, it, it causes Bufflin and Anstrom to extend a long shift by another 30 seconds. They can't handle it. Goal goes in. And the big one was Connor Hellebuck gave away a free goal, right? Eric Holla picks off that, that pass and puts it in front and James Neal scores. So, you know, you got to play. No one's perfect. You're not going to play perfect hockey. But the more mistakes you make that end up in your net, 
the Jets put themselves in a spot, Brandon, where they had to get four past Mark Andre Fleury last night to win, and Mark Andre Fleury closed the door at two. You weren't getting four past him last night, so you know there. To me, the free goal on, on the Hellebuck giveaway, the goal the Golden Knights didn't have to work very hard for at all. That's the crippler, and it's playoff hockey. It's the third round. You give away free goals, you lose hockey games. That's just how it goes. Of course, the Jets were without uh, Ehlers last night, Mark. Uh, it looked like Patrick Liney was really starting to move his feet a little bit, though, last night. He had a lot of chances, and he's a guy that uh, I think the Jets will uh, need to get going because he has that great shot, and to beat Flurry right now, you almost need the perfect shot. So he might be uh, an X-factor moving forward if he keeps this up. Well, it's interesting having now watched him for a long time, uh, you know, the last couple of months here anyway. He's obviously a, an elite shooter. He's a 40-goal scorer. No getting around that. But the thing about Patrick Lyon, he's still a young player. Like, when he's not scoring, you know, he's a guy on your team that if the puck has to go in for him to, to contribute, there's not a lot else that he does, and I think that's fine. Give me 40 goals, I'm not going to ask for anything else from you. But the opposite is true, right? A game like last night, he hits a post, it doesn't go in for him, and you think, you know, it can't just be Mark Scheifele, right? Mark Scheifele scored both the goals, almost had the hat trick. Someone's got to do it here. Ehlers doesn't have a goal in the playoffs. I think he's hurt now. Uh, Kyle Connors only scored in one game in these playoffs. That's not enough for a 31-goal score. The defense has got to pick up some offense here for Winnipeg. Uh, you know, it, it can't just be Mark Scheifele. And I think the first guy we're going to look at here to get some more goals going going in has got to be got to be 29. Got to be Patrick Lining. They pay him to score. He, I know he's young. I know this is his first shot. But when you're when your 40-goal scorer isn't scoring goals, you tend to lose hockey games. I think this one uh, ends up going seven marks, so we'll be hearing a lot from you uh, from Vegas as this series moves along. Uh, it's close, so we'll see what happens. I want to ask you quickly, though, on the Oilers. Um, of course, uh, Ryan Rashog reported yesterday, Mark, that they are uh, on the verge of signing uh, 24-year-old Swedish defenseman Joel Parsons, and... Uh, we'll see where he fits in. Uh, maybe he's a seventh defenseman, or maybe he pushes for a spot uh, next season. I know uh, Ryan is also talking about uh, maybe the Oilers going big game hunting for a D-man uh, this offseason. Bob tweeted out last night that uh, he thinks less is more for the Oilers this offseason, maybe more subtle moves moving forward like the uh, Parsons signing. So I don't know where you're at. I'm sure uh, they want to get a D-man in here that shoots right, but you look at Arizona, maybe uh, Ekman Larson was an option. It sounds like he's uh, going to sign there long-term uh, once July opens, and he can officially sign that extension. We've heard rumblings about wrist and I don't know who else is out there, but uh, do you think the Oilers will be big game hunting here, Mark, uh, for a right-shot defenseman? Yeah, I, I'm sure that Peter Chiarelli is making a whole bunch of calls on that. It really comes down to, to making a trade that you can, you know, you can live with. Making a trade that, that doesn't come back at you like a lot of the trades, frankly, that Shirelli's had. You know, Peter Shirelli needs to win a trade here, and he needs to win his next trade, right? Uh, I'm looking out in the ice right now at Griffin Reinhardt skating around. He's a black ace here. He's not going to play. But, you know, those trades uh, do not a successful GM make. So, Sure, you can kick tires on Ristolainen, and that's great. And you can kick tires on probably a lesser player in, in Justin Falk uh, in Carolina. They're clearly looking to make some moves there, and they have a lot of good defensemen. But I suggest that's probably where someone can come from, Edmonton. You know, you can, you can go look at the free agent market. You can do lots of things, and there's lots of options out there. 
Uh, I don't think Pearson is a, you know, he's a depth guy. He might turn out to be better than we think. He's not going to scratch the itch that the Oilers need scratched here. A, a first-year North American professional is not what they're looking for. The Oilers need a guy that can shoot the puck. They need a guy that can play the power play. And it's, the question becomes at what cost. And, and I'm not going to tell you what the cost should be because I don't know who the player is, Brendan. But I can tell you this for sure. Chiarelli better win this trade or at least tie it because you can't keep losing trades and remain the GM of the same NHL club. It doesn't work that way. Not in this town, not in any town. Every Tuesday at Stauffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live race at Northlands this Saturday. Mark, I know you like to bet on the horses, but who are you putting your money on? You're in Vegas tonight. Who do you have in game four, the Caps or the Lightning? Um, oh, boy. You know, this is such a pivotal game. This is the game that says to me, you know, is this uh, is this Lucy pulling the football away again in, in Washington? They finally give their fans a win over Pittsburgh, and you think, okay, we're over the hump, and now here comes the next hump. You get up 2-0, and if you lose two at home, she's certainly in peril. All the old ghosts of Washington choked past that you know very well, Brendan. <laughs> well, they weren't they were going to sweep Tampa Bay. It's like I, if it's 2-2, they'll, they'll, they still have a chance. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I know, <laughs> but if those ghosts will rise from the graveyard if they lose that game tonight. Uh, Tampa really showed us something in Game 3. They needed that game, and they won it big time. They were the better team from start to finish. So, uh, you know, I don't ask you to predict who's going to win. I don't know who's going to win, but I'll watch it with great interest, and it'll tell us something. If Tampa can do this again, uh, this is a pivotal game, Game 4. If Tampa can do it again, they probably win the series. If Washington can uh, you know, turn this thing back their way, they're going to win the series. So this is the game. You're going to watch one game in the series. I'll bet you tonight's a lot. There you go. The uh, Spectre guarantee the bet, not the bet on the game, but bet on watching this game. So there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, Mark, <laughs> I, I know you're in Vegas. I don't want to keep you any longer. I know you're at practice, and then after okay. you'll, you'll, you, you know, you'll have a pool party to go attend to or something like that. So oh, yeah. enjoy it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, Brennan. Okay. That's uh, Mark Spector every uh, Tuesday on Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta out in Vegas uh, at the Golden Knights practice right now. He was at the uh, Golden Knights practice facility. And uh, you could hear a lot of the uh, shots in the background. So the quality wasn't uh, great, but uh, we could still make out what Mark was saying. A texter was saying, what is he calling from the tub? No. He was not calling from the tub. He was live from the rink. So that real live feel of uh, hockey practice going on in the background uh, with the Golden Knights. It's uh, 119 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. We still have NHL today to get to. Uh, we'll get to some of your phone calls on the program as well at 780-496-0063. What would you do to improve the Oilers' D? Would you uh, go big game hunting or would you go what Stoffer suggested the subtle route and less is more approach this offseason. Call us 780-496-0063. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic. Hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 123 in Edmonton back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. 
We'll get to some phone calls here in a second. A texture to Salmon RBC says, Did you hear Mark Spector? Peter Shirley had better win this trade. This is in reference to trading for a D-man. Well, that's what I was saying at the start of the show. I was saying, you look at the assets the others have right now to trade, and you may end up losing that trade if you move someone like Clefbaum or a Poliarvi. So maybe the approach this offseason is not to make that trade for the sake of making one. And uh, you hope a lot of the other pieces around uh, McDavid and uh, on the blue line get better with some uh, subtle moves. Now, I still think they need to add a right-shot defenseman somehow, but maybe it's not the uh, first-pairing defenseman that everyone hopes they can get. I would hope they could get one too. I just don't know if it's realistic. I do think they need to add a, a right winger, though, that can uh, play with uh, Drysettle as well. They've added a backup goaltender in Koskinen that they think can uh, push him for some starts and be a quality backup. They've added uh, Parson, or are on the verge of uh, adding Parson, according to uh, Ryan Rashog from uh, TSN. So we'll see if uh, that actually happens. But uh, that's a subtle move where he can come in and maybe push for uh, a third-pairing spot. I do think Matt Benning is going to make a big impact this season for the Oilers. I have faith in him taking a step forward. And uh, that would be something I would be banking on, uh, on that right side with uh, Larson as well. All right. Brad is uh, on hold here. We are going to take your phone calls after the one thirty news, but Brad has uh, jumped uh, ahead of the line, and he'll uh, jump on right now. Brad, you're on Oilers now. Thanks for taking my call. No worries, man. Um, I think Bear is going to jump ahead of betting. Um, as early as this season, you think? What's that, sorry? As early as this season, you're saying? Yeah, I, I do think so. I, I really liked his game the last. Uh, maybe the defensive side is not there, but I like the way he walked the line last year on the power play. Um, I think the biggest knock on the Oilers' defense this year is I don't. I think Nurse has the potential. He's such a smooth skater, but I don't think there's an actual defenseman that can walk a line like a like a wrist and or an Oliver Ekman Larson or a Justin Falk. I think that's our biggest struggle. I think Justin Schultz walked the line very nicely to give us that. Uh, when he's walking the line and giving, opening up the side, and I think our defense, like a cluff bomb, or I think those guys just stand still, like Sakra, shouldn't pad Sakra, just shooting in one spot. Um, no, that's a fair comment. They need here. more offense for the blue line. Noted about that, and I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, they need, they need to walk. We have to walk that line. We don't have that guy. So does that mean we trade a 10th pick? Absolutely. Because Edmonton does not know how to develop unless it's a top 10 pick, and even at that, we struggle. Uh, I think Pugliarvi didn't. How we didn't do Pulley Harvey any or uh, Harvey any favors. Um, I think Yakupov could have had a little bit more support, or maybe not even play that one year. I, I just I think we ruined players. I other than the last ten to twelve years, have we actually out of the first round made a decent pick other than Petrie that has has gone on and can play in a top four or a top nine role? Maybe Pitlick if he's not hurt. But I think we trade the pick because we are brutal at developing players. Well, keep in mind, Keith Gretzky is now in charge of the drafting, and I think if whoever they would draft at 10 would likely go back to a junior, I don't think they would rush him, uh, especially if it's a defenseman. So there's there's that side to that argument. But yeah, I do. I'm open to trading the pick if it's the right D-man. I just don't know who it's going to be. I don't think you get anybody decent for it. You're saying you don't think they would get I, a I, good enough play? Well, you're I, saying to trade it. Yeah, I say to trade it, but I think 
I think that two things. I, I don't know if Club Bomb, if this rumor of of um, Oliver Ekman-Larsen is true, and he is working on a deal, that sucks because I was really hoping a Club Bomb in the pick this year. I don't think it would take that much because he does only have one year on there. I'm surprised he's signing in a Phoenix. I don't think he would. I didn't think he'd want to be part of a five-year rebuild. But I guess money's more important to Oliver Ekman-Larsen, maybe. But you know, if these rumors and they're just rumors, but if it is truly a club bomb for wrist line and maybe a little bit extra here, that balances out our defense because on the right side we'll have a Larson and a wrist line and. And then we'll have a Sekra and a Nurse in our top four. And it's balanced out. Right now we're not balanced. Sekra can play the right side, but I'm a true believer in the righty-lefty philosophy. And Sekra, because of his veteran skill set, I believe can handle it. But, you know, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Well, we need to get to the news here, uh, Brad, but I'll just comment on, uh, if it was Ristolainen for Clefbaum, I think that would make a lot of sense, but it sounds like it might cost you Clefbaum and the 10th, which would be uh, too uh, hefty of a price for me, but uh, maybe there's something there with Ristolainen, I don't know. We'll see what happens. If I'm Buffalo, I would want to keep Ristolainen to sort of uh, shelter Dolan in his rookie season, but who knows what they're thinking out there. Clop bomb will be a nice piece for them as well. It's uh, 128 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out for the 130 news. We'll take your phone calls after the break. We'll get to NHL today and much more on Oilers now.